Hushed voices fill the ruinous caverns like whispers being kept. Faces begin to appear from the housings carved into the cavern walls. The dim lanterns and torches illuminate the areas. It shows the children, the elderly, and the women that inhabit this encampment. Their faces show wear and tear of the exile civilization. Their hands and bodies are dull, worn down from the hard work. However, their eyes carry a determination, the will to survive. The encampment itself is littered with mining gear. The adult women have begun to take two steps forward with kitchen knives, pots, and pickaxes in hands. They stand, though non-aggressive, with a strong aura about them. This is where we start. Did you guys know there was people here? No. Maybe I can talk to him. I'm gonna stay back. Okay. If I have my sword drawn, I now sheath it. And I, I say to them, Hello, we are just adventurers that stumble upon this cavern and we come in peace. You can see that there's a rustling in the crowd of women in front of you. Uh, one moves forward, an average height woman with long, messy blonde hair tied into a loose ponytail. Mm-hmm. She wears furs and leathers akin to the bandits that you have seen at the river. Her body, too, is covered in ink, hiding something. And her hand is a spear, the only true weapon amongst the group. She comes forward and looks at you. What are you doing here? As I mentioned, um, we are in our travels trying to cross the Great Bridge. And we saw this cavern, and we are honestly hoping to find a place to stay to avoid the weather. And we didn't realize this was already occupied. She takes a look at you and your crew. She kind of eyes you up and down. Her eyes begin to focus mainly on the three that isn't Daniel. Mainly because Daniel significantly changed how he looked. I've heard about you guys. I don't think you're too welcomed here. And I think you know why. Perhaps we got off on the wrong foot with... Perhaps the other people that come back to this cave. Could you explain why they took the actions that they did? She begins to say something but stops. Instead, just reaches into her pouch that's tied to her waist. Pulls out a almost familiar parchment paper to you now. As it has your face on it. A large sum for a reward. And she kind of shows it to you. And she goes, can you blame us? In all honesty, no, I cannot blame you. But I will tell you now that I'm very certain of who put that ransom or sorry, that wanted poster up. And I can guarantee you that they aren't going to pay you as much as they say they are. This is more of an act of, I guess, pettiness, revenge. And they just want to get me back for something I did to them. Well, perhaps, maybe we can come to some sort of agreement. I so, think probably Luke is probably shifting a little bit uncomfortably, and probably just decides to to John, like just get out of here. It seemed very unwelcome. So I say, well, are you going to be the ones to cash in this bounty, or the people that aren't here right now will be? She looks at you. She looks at the group. I'm no fool. We've sent men after you and they have not come back. I don't think we could catch you now if we wanted to. 
even with our numbers, we are not made for battle. Well, not all of us. Yeah. Well, we're not monsters. We would, if you think of it this way, is more of a matter of self-defense. And I do understand that with the living conditions that you have now, that money would help. But you may not have seen what happened out there, but we defended ourselves and a lot of the men that you sent may very well be dead. So just know that I don't think it's worth going after his bounty. Even though they paid you some, I don't think they're going to give you all. And as you can tell, it's not very easy to catch someone like me. She looks at you with this very stern eyes, fur, furrowed brow, and she says, I think a truce for today would be the best course of action. Yes, because even if you were the only one to attack us now, I wouldn't want any chance of the elderly or the children to get hurt at all. She goes, give me your hand. What does she do with her spear? She draws it. Okay, fine. So she takes her spear and she rakes it across the palm of your hand. Mm -hmm. She rakes the palm of her hand and conjoins the two, joins them together. She goes, today a pact has been made. Mm -hmm. You are not to harm this encampment and we will not come after you. Seeing as we have a truce and all, can we make some trades with you? Uh, we have some goods. Uh, we could use some supplies. Maybe roll me a charm check or negotiation. Oh, let's see. Presence, presence. Well, kind of presence. Uh, what am I looking at? You know that she looks begrudgingly like she doesn't want to answer you right now. So one red, two purple. How'd you do? Mm, could have been worse, but it wasn't good. Uh, failure and a threat. She goes, no. How about you guys just leave like we said? I'll escort you guys out. Okay. As you guys begin to move out, you can see that the children are still peeking out. You guys pass by what looks like um, a medicine bay, you know? You can see there's there's quite a few wounded people in there. Um, everybody roll me a vigilance check average. Let's go around the table. What'd you get, uh, Daniel, Matt, Walker, Jordan, Tran? In totality. I got one success, but it's a triumph. Okay. Luke? One advantage. Advantage. John? A success and an advantage. Success and advantage. So everybody that has a success, you see in the medicine bay, and the corner of your eye, looks like to be almost like a spirit or a ghast, right? G-H-A-S-T. Mm-hmm. Long, tall, slender figure with white hair moving about. I I asked her, I was like, hold on, I think we might know that person. You can tell that she's the lady that greeted you at the entrance. It's like, mm-mm, we had a deal. I know we did have a deal, but if you allow us this moment, and can I use this triumph to try to allow us to do this, I have some gold on me now. Perhaps I can donate some so you can take care of your wounded. If we only just have a moment with that person that we see over there. They, they look very familiar to us. Give me a negotiation check mm-hmm. with two boost dice. Okay. Average. Because what a great situation you put yourself in. Let's see if I don't mess this up. It's two successes, one advantage. She puts her spear down. Mm-hmm. Where's the gold? I give her 38 gold. Is that enough? 
Do you think it's enough? Give her 100 gold. Jeez, you had 100 gold? Luke, if he catches a glint of the... Of, of this interaction is probably just like looking down at his own like flimsy pouch of very yeah. little money. Okay, okay. Real, all right, let me think. What well, would be too much and what would be too little, right? It's First I did 38 because I want an even number. And then I figured that'd be disrespectful. I'll do 50. That's enough for a healing potion. That would help. I will double of the gold that I have. What help with money? Weren't we supposed to have money from like all the spices and stuff? Yeah, where where did that go? (laughs) You see Kala's in the back (laughs) rocking the goggles right now. (laughs) I will always have an open pocket for you all. Just he just spends money like like it 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 means nothing to him. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's for a good cause. All right, sorry guys. Sorry, ma'am. You know, I never got your name. She looks at you. Names have no importance here. How would you like for me to refer to you then? Perhaps if names don't have importance, maybe roles do. So maybe I just call you leader? I'm not the leader. Okay. You can call me Brigetta. Brigetta? That's my name before. Okay. Just for the sake of helping out in uh, determining who we're talking to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Would we be able to... Have a moment to speak to that person, and if they're so willing, would you let them come with us? She is her own woman. She can decide what she wants to do. All right. Uh, I think uh, Luke might go over to Daniel. Like, what do you see? He didn't pass his like, what are you talking about? I huddle the two of you together. Do you remember when the boats got attacked about the bones? I try to forget every day. There was a person on that boat that we actually managed to befriend. And that looks like her as Matthew points towards the lady with the long white hair. Uh, John, you remember, don't you? She sat with you and... Like when we're it's at the been bar. A long three days? Two. Two days. I can't shake this feeling. I think that's uh what was her name? Carissa. Does that sound familiar? Did you say it loud enough so that she hears you? Yes. <laughs> you say her name, her head perks, mm-hmm. turns and looks, and her eyes go wide. You see there's an expression of joy, some of sorrow. She looks and she goes, You guys made it. Yeah, I, yeah. How do you survive? <laughs> I washed up on shore and I was picked up by, by these kind people. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know anyone else that might have survived? What happened to the seven stars? No. Um. I've been helping here with the healing, and I've been treating people in hopes that maybe we'll find somebody that survived the wreckage. But it's been two days already, so I, I highly doubt it. Mm-hmm. But you guys. You, you guys are here. Yeah, the only other person that we know that survived was my friend Asher, the one really big guy with the the red hair. Yeah. Oh wow. Anyone else though? We haven't really seen much. And you could tell her eyes kind of like fade a little bit. A little bit of sorrow, and she goes, "I've heard some rumors." Uh, what kind of rumors? She looks at all of you. You can tell she knows. You know. She goes, let's let's not speak of it. Okay. So why are you guys here? Passing well, through, I suppose. Yeah, you can say that. We were passing through, and we stumbled upon this cave. 
decided to take a look and ran into these people. Sadly, there has been some misunderstanding previously and the more well-geared and trained people of this gathering... Uh, I said, let's not speak of it. Try to do their job, let's and just say. As you guys are talking, you see two wolves kind of come on by. They have like healing potions in their mouths and herbs and they come up to her and they give it to her and she, she ruffles their fur and they begin to start delivering them to people that need it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on outside right now. Um, what are you guys? What are you guys planning on doing? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty long story. But in the meantime, right now, we were looking to travel to. I believe it was called the obelisk deep in the abyss yes it is for this young ward here who is my brother i'm wondering if john actually snorted (laughs) (laughs) probably because he's called both of us his brother Mm -hmm. (laughs) she looks at you and she's like we're like brothers you know how it goes rumors are flying outside right now graves are being unturned oh it seems somebody is disturbing the resting place for these people. Are, are they going to be like what attacked us on the ship? I can't say for certain. We've sent out groups to kind of pick up these bodies that, you know, were buried a little too shallow. Mm. We give them a proper resting ground here. You see, the people of this encampment believe that if your body is disturbed during your final rest, your soul doesn't make it to Nadir. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure they get the right send off. But there's plenty of mutilated bodies that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you heard that this occurred more so near the obelisk? The deeper you get in, definitely, it's much more common, but still quite rare. I hope it's not too far to me, but would you, seeing as how you are able to heal and help, would you be able to come with us? No. No? Your place is here now? To they help saved these me and I will help them. Okay. Is there anything else you can tell us or maybe if you have any idea of how to make our trip over to the obelisk easier? Roll me a negotiation slash charm. Uh, A charm will be an average difficulty. A negotiation will be hard. I'll charm her. Uh, Give me one setback for the rumors that are flying and then give me one boost for the rapport that you have with her already. Okay. Rock and roll. Two successes and one threat. She looks at you. You know, she wants to come join you guys, but she has, she feels like she has an obligation with these people It's now. more of a duty. Mm. Okay. She looks at you and she goes, so the people here, they answer to one of the elders. She didn't greet you. She sent out her bodyguard instead. It's, mm-hmm. You can see the lady with the, the frayed blonde hair kind of like impatiently kind of like staring you guys down she hasn't left eye contact with you guys yet Mm -hmm. daggers in your back and uh i think it seems that they and then the dogs kind of come up and she gives more herbs more pouches to kind of spread across the room Mm -hmm. i think they answer they're like i said before i thought on the ship i think to you john the the bandits and the vagrants are kind of grouping up together. 
it seems they're answering what somebody they call Vilkas. Uh, Carissa, I know you have a duty here to help these people in need. We could use a little bit of your aid. Uh, we were ambushed and barely survived um, not oh. too long ago. We're still licking our wounds. If there's anything you could do to help, it would be an immense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she she looks at you guys. She sees, I mean, maybe she didn't notice it, but you guys are pretty battered up and beaten down. She puts her hands on, who's actually hurt? I am 6 of 13. 6 of 13. I took some strain. That was about it. Uh, I just have uh, my uh, crit that I'm still trying to work back from, but uh, my other shots are okay. She goes, give me one second. She walks over to uh, the lady with the blonde hair. There's some hands flying, like some some gesturing, and you can see the lady kind of like turn around, like snobby attitude, you know, snooty. She's like in a huff. Like, yes, in a huff. Perfect. You see Carissa come back. She goes, come here, sit down. Sit, sit. So she guys ha- she has you sit. She grabs a bag from one of the wolves' mouths. She makes a perimeter around you guys. And uh, she begins casting a spell. You can see that grass begins to grow underneath where you guys are sitting. Flowers begin to almost bloom right on onto you. You guys are completely healed. Oh my Criticals are gone. Your HP oh. is gone. Damn. I'll be. I'll say that's was part of your triumph. Oh yeah. Uh, if there's flowers blooming on me, I'd probably freak out. <laughs> right. I'm like, what, what is this? What are you doing? And then a wave of just calmness overcomes you. Mm. Carissa, we're in your debt. If there's anything we can do to repay you, if you need help with this town, just let us know. We'll be here to help. Yes. I appreciate it. I made a donation earlier, but if uh, if possible. I will try to send some okay. over time. Also, and if we uh, find anyone else from the seven stars, should we? Do you have a place where we should send them just in case? Not here, though, huh? I don't know. I don't think it's a can... touchy situation. Yeah. I think, okay. I think this is our, our goodbyes. For now. For now. Please remember when you're out there and you're you're in combat that whoever you're fighting may may have a family too she looks at all of you and she goes I know you're not bad people and sometimes when pressed against the wall it's hard to make the absolute right choice but please keep it in mind we will from now on try our best to refrain from excessive cruelty especially knowing that there's people like uh women and children and the elderly here waiting for someone to come back. I think uh, Luke probably shoots you like an improving look of, uh, of this conversation. You're right. Just seeing what goes on here, seeing the wounded here, I I can see that our actions do have far ripples. So, yes, we will definitely keep that in mind. And of course, that'd be less work for you. Chris, if you ever need to find us, uh, we'll probably be in Lugai for the Great Hunt and then Berengar afterwards. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you see uh, Brugetta mm-hmm. come up to you, take you by arms, like, it's time. Let's go. We appreciate you letting us speak to Let's go. Let's, we will go now. So she takes you guys out, and once again, you are 
faced with the nipping cold of the winter, which we've been calling winter, and we now have a name for it. Instead, it will be snow call. Okay, now that we have exited the cave, I speak to the three others with me and say, Okay, that's good, you know, at least no more bandits will be hunting us fervently. Uh, didn't she say that was for a day? I It felt like later it changed to be a more mutual understanding. I would think don't go off of anything but what she said, and she said a day. If anything, I'm slightly concerned that we're getting everyday townspeople to try to attack Me. high priority targets, let's say. I wouldn't say they're everyday townspeople. They seem to be one of the life. But, well, we can use a day to get a lot of travel done. And we're feeling fresh. That's when Call Up pipes up, who's been eerily quiet this whole entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, uh, you think it's weird that they were all like tatted up? Did you notice that the, even the kids were kind of tatted up too? I did not notice. Yeah, I thought it was like a tribal thing. Mm, some sort of cultural yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Strange. What kind of tattoos do you see, like pattern wise? I wasn't really paying attention. It looked like large blocks of just black ink. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I have no knowledge. I think yeah. we should uh, count our blessings. Let's get going. We don't have a lot of time. Grand Hunt starts in a few days. I mean, if we want to travel to the Obelisk, that's a few days in itself. Yes, we will. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think the the knight, one in the white armor, mm-hmm. at this point, do you think he counts as a monster? For a purpose. For the Grand bringing him back to the Grand Hunt? Because mm-hmm. he has been known to be monstrous. And some people argue that he may not even be a normal human anymore, right? So the legends say, yeah, maybe we can take him and make up for that time. If I mean, that's where we're going anyway. Well, I mean, we have to get there and register first, right? We can't just show up and be like, hey, we got this thing. What if we kill him? Yeah. Hide his body. Yes. Register. Yes. And leave for wait, a few days. Yeah, wait come a little back. bit and come back. And then say, hey. What's the best prize of them all? Disguised monster. Honestly, I think if we kill him before even registering, this still allow it. It's such a high pro- uh, priority target. They obviously yeah. recent. Yeah, they might even kind of wave a little bit just because this thing is a scourge upon the land. But are you guys willing to take that chance on a hunch that they're gonna let all this fly? Even if not, I mean, it will still take time to get to the Grand Hunt to register. So. If we manage to do that and it doesn't work, we were just going to go hunt something anyway. And even if we don't succeed at the grand hunt. That's assuming if everything goes up perfect, too. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Resumes our survival. Yeah. Man, I'm willing to but bet even, on that. Even if, we don't, even if we don't succeed at the grand hunt, I mean, we can always just go to Barangar. We just don't have um, little fancy extras. But be able to see the family and all that. It would be nice to get pardoned for how much I'm worth, though. Yeah. What if it's just, like, a day pardon? 
like what just happened. It's just a day pass. I have one day to disappear completely. I, at that you, point, you tried that already, and somebody picked you right out. My disguise isn't very good. I might need you guys to like rough up my face or something. Oh, your disguise. You might hear like knuckles cracking behind you. Yeah. Your disguise worked pretty well in in the cave. I don't think they really noticed who you guys who you were. I think the only reason why that they knew you on the bridge was because of that the mongoose mm. or the the ferret, whatever the thing was. His name or her name was Noodle. No, and I, I heard that guy called Elizabeth. Oh my god. What a name for a ferret. Well, Elizabeth is now in the abyss and no longer a problem. How are you going to say that when you guys wanted to name GMB Gerald and Jerry? And Billy. And Billy. Don't forget Billy. <laughs> How are we going to say that? I don't know. I never heard of a regal ferret before. Whatever. Let's get going. Okay. You guys trek through the snow. You start to hear movement behind you. First, very faint, but getting louder and louder and louder. It's hooves in the snow. You guys turn back and you can see there's what looks to be a small band of knights. All bearing the sigil of the lion. <sighs> Luke, are you cool with these guys? I forget. Um, it's in question. Mostly uh, no, though. Right, hoods up, and let's get out of the way, then. <laughs> yeah, should you maybe hide, or... Uh... I think uh, there's probably word that I'm already here. I don't know how much use hiding is, but I guess we can try. Hide behind Gambi. Mm -hmm. Use them as a wall. Just uh, try just, to yeah. be a little incognito-y. Mm -hmm. Just try to play up the weary traveler bit. Yeah, just just hang on the side of Gambi. Yeah, maybe just, like, throw some dirt on your face real quick. Mm -hmm. As the knights... Draw closer. Draw closer. You see one of them, their armor is detailed with what looks to be like red and gold. And you know, this is the replacement for Strike Captain Evan. They stop in front of you, but the captain is still moving onwards. Okay. Uh, there, are they coming towards us from in the direction that we're heading? Yes. Gotcha. It looks like they're, kind of, they're heading towards the guy. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to make too much of a attempt to to hide but uh you know definitely not gonna just wave them down or anything either. Right. just kind of watching them cautiously for the so moment. you see this seems like they have a purpose yeah and a few of them are starting to go but one of them straggles behind oh are you are you and looks at john what, what? what you doing out here uh, not you you uh just traveling stay careful out here it's dangerous uh, oh, yeah. All right, of course. Watch yourself, young man. And then he taps you on the on the shoulder. You're not young, right? You're like yeah, probably. Right. I think you're in like your late twenties, right? I think so. Pretty young. He's like, watch yourself. Stay safe out there. Okay. And they all head out. Close call. Well, that he seemed to have a liking for you, John. I don't know. I, I, he seemed a little standoffish to me. Oh, check your shoulder. I mean, he did touch you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, is there something on my shoulder now? You have like a black marking, like uh, Ashitaka from 
Um, oh, Princess no. Mononoke, you're gonna die in two days. Start freaking out. Yeah, no, you're absolutely fine. Oh, just being friendly, I suppose. Hey, that crest looks familiar. Do you, do you know something about these guys? Those men were my brothers. So, well, what happened? Yeah, what do you mean were? It's a long story. Uh, there's no more kinship there. It's uh, probably best we just move along. I mean, what we have you, time. Did you like get into a fight with somebody or something? Or? Did they that. kick you out? Yeah, yeah, you could say all that. I mean, we know that that uh, Matt is mm-hmm. a is a criminal. Yeah. Whoa. whoa. Are you? Are you a criminal? I'm not. I'm not a criminal. I was. You have a wanted poster. Yeah, the, the wanted poster. Says I could make a wanted poster. You right now, Carla? Would that make you a criminal? Please. Nobody do it. would enforce it. Nobody cares about you. I, oh, except for how much you're worth. Uh-oh. Dang, dude. Not like that. I'm worth I'm worth that much for a reason. I've done bad things. That's what I'm saying. But not you're a criminal. But not to innocent people. So it doesn't matter. What did you do then? What did I do? Yeah, that's that's why why so much money? You know, should we be asking each other about our life as criminals? Like within honestly, honestly so, oh, so within, you are a criminal. Let's let's let's. Can we talk about I this mean, after think- there's a little bit more distance between <laughs> us and the royal guard that just passed by? They probably don't care. They, they look like they were they'd had something they had to do. Look, we have a long trip ahead of us and we should clear the air. We don't want any surprises amongst the four of us, right? So it's all pipes in. I mean, if you really think about it, we're all criminals. Didn't well, wait, hold on. What do you mean we're all criminals? We've killed people, John. Yeah, but that was in self-defense. Doesn't matter. I we're murderers. Self-defense, man. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> look, call it explained the thing that bothered him most and you know he's not a criminal but he opened up to us so i'll go next i'll open up i'll explain why there's so much on me have you ever heard so as you guys are moving we get we get daniel's background you know it kind of <laughs> it kind of puts everybody there's there's quite a moment of tense like seriousness and you guys begin to Draw upon the pillars of Eternif. You know that it's a nice, safe, safe haven, even from the the vernus that covers the land. You see that the sun is starting to to peek behind the mountains in the in the view. You see a figure sitting there alone near one of the pillars. It looks like to be the figure of a man in ornate robes, black robes decorated with hues of like blue, crimson. What strikes you most odd about this though is the shape of his head appears to be that of a horned animal, a deer maybe, oh, or a bison. And it begins, It looks like he's sitting cross-legged, but he's looking upwards towards the stars. Uh, can you describe the pillars? Uh, not too the pillars of Eternif is like just landmarks. These are human-made um, they're just maybe smaller obelisks, hmm. thin, but they cover the distance of about like a football uh, stadium or hmm. field, you know. So a good size, a good area for many people to take their breaks in between the journey between Lugaith and Volos. Interesting. I'll ask the three others. So you're telling your story and yeah. everybody kind of eyes dart towards this man who's just sitting there towards one, the closest pillar to you. I, I asked the three, so uh, I don't think we should bother this guy, right? He's just having a moment. 
guy's weird. Hey, don't say that. Don't, don't say that. Look at him. That's rude. You don't know what John. he's been through. John, you back me up, right? Look at him. I've seen some weird stuff before. His head is not. Am I the? Yeah, but he's not doing anything. Luke, you have my back on this, right? If it's not trying to kill me, I don't care. What? You gonna ask Jambi next? Fine. You want to? You want to do? You want to? <laughs> you want to do right, John? <laughs> he gets back on Jambi. Mm-hmm. As well, I guess we don't have to bother him. No, we don't. Well, I mean, we are just. Would you like to? I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting. You, you wouldn't want to talk to somebody who looked like that? I just worry that we're bothering him if he's so uh, transfixed on stars right now. Well, you know, and then like I, John walks kind of like towards him. Okay. So as you walk towards him, you see that uh, in front of him is a bowl and there seems to be like a liquid in there. It's like a pale green. You get close enough to where you can see that there's tea leaves in there. Mm. So does he even acknowledge me when I walk up at all? Or How close do you get? Not like real close, but just enough to where if he saw me, like he would probably, a typical person might acknowledge me even just with like a look or something. Right. So close enough to where you, you start to walk up and uh, you're being careful about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to just like kind of stomp up and, you know. <laughs> right. Hey, what you got there? Some goop? <laughs> <laughs> so you walk up and uh, you hear... That's the case. Like, so it looked like he was looking up, but he's just passed out. Okay. Yeah. So I turn around and look at the guys, you know, and I'm like, he's just sleeping. So oh. was he? Is he wearing a mask or anything? Or is he really? What's, what's going on with the set? <laughs> I try to look a little closer. <laughs> As you get closer, he goes, huh? "Oh, hello, and, uh, hello, traveler. Sorry to wake you. We were just passing by." He puts his hands on the the skull and he takes it off, oh. and it's uh, a very uh, waifish, small, skinny, blonde-haired man. Okay. And uh, I used to look like that. Hi, hey, what's up? Uh, uh, can I help you? Just passing through, traveler. Selling hello. Didn't realize you were asleep. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I was trying some divination and uh, kind of just passed out. Oh, so you're a diviner. Yeah, that's what the tea leaves are for. And uh, also, if I get thirsty, I have some, some tea. That's nice. And how are you at this craft? I like to think I'm pretty good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think after he took the, like, the horn thing off, like, John was a little, like, oh. <laughs> like, everybody's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing the. Yeah, I, I think I'm willing to like trick it off, and I feel bad for, for waking him up. So I'm going to be like, uh, we have some coin if you'd like to divine our futures for us. Uh, oh, maybe. Uh, I'm just trying to uh, look for something on my own right now. It might take a little bit of time. It won't bother you then. We'll be on our way. No, 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 stay. It's nice having some company for once instead of just being alone. I make apologetic looks over to... <laughs> to John, like, like steps I can, back a little I, bit. Wait, no, no, no. I can, I can brew you some tea and... Uh, uh, 
<laughs> That's so nice of you. Okay. Would you be able to divine our futures if we pay you? And maybe we'll hang out with you for a little bit while we're hearing that and share some tea with you. And Kyle looks at all of you and he's like, I mean, we might as well rest here anyways. Right, we, this is the safest plot. Mm, sure. Tell you what, I noticed you guys were uncomfortable with the amount of money I might have had. So I will pay for all of us. You have a lot of money. <laughs> She's including GMB. Uh, how much per divination? I'll do... I'll do two. Two coins each. Two coins. I guess we'll just leave then. That's fine too, but do you want your tea? Yeah, how much for a tea? How about we do three then? Wait, three coins for the tea, two for divi- Are you saying I'm a bad diviner? No, I'm saying three for the tea and the divination. Oh. Per person. Okay. Okay. So, 15 gold in his hand. Uh, roll a negotiation check. You're gonna be free, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that's gonna work. What's up? It's two red. <laughs> Give me one purple. <laughs> Give me- <laughs> because this guy's probably a grifter. Can, <laughs> Can you? Uh- You're so trusty. I know. Everything. <laughs> he just sounds like a scumbag, and you're like, oh yeah, you dude. Don't sound totally. like a scumbag. He sounds like a nerd. <laughs> Can you give us a context for money? Uh, is the gold piece like a significant amount of money? No, gold piece, gold piece is like like a dollar basically. Oh, okay. I guess I started with a fair price. Okay. Fair price was two gold. Fifteen bucks. He ain't gonna hurt me. That's one success, one threat. Looks at you. All right. Uh, just uh, I, I'm looking for something for the grand hunt. You know what? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the one at Lugai. Oh, we've heard. Yeah, let me get this one first, and then I'll, I'll get to you guys next. Sure, we'll take a rest. Yeah. Wait, so are you gonna hunt it? I mean, yeah. I might. I, yeah, By I'm gonna yourself? try. Yeah. Okay. Why do you not believe in me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just you sound like my mom. <laughs> you just looked a little, uh, maybe not prepared. I mean, to be honest, you guys look like you're not prepared either. Dang, you didn't have to say that. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't say we were trying to get into the Grand Hut. Yeah, no. but you guys are traveling in the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. We have a business of our own, too. Yeah. You guys don't even have, like, snowshoes or anything. Uh, uh we don't need them. Yeah, we have a buffalo. Oh, whatever. What? <laughs> we have a buffalo. Yeah, uh, excuse me. We got Gamby. So you're right. We have our companions. I don't just say we have human. I say we have John. You're yes. right. It's all about respect. It's about family. <laughs> all right, Vin Diesel. <laughs> so the man begins to brew tea, and uh, he gives you each like a small, like ceramic cup, right? And in it is tea. It's looks to be a very pale mm, not green but like black you know what is it goop? no okay I let this gentleman drink first I also maybe take the tiniest of possible Look and up. but maybe draw out the slur I got one like intellect uh I got three cunning right. that's more but, of a cunning thing yeah it's more street smarts. Sure, all right. He's like, oh, just... You see, he takes a big gulp out of his. Okay. He 
keeps you nice and warm. It would be a good thing to do. It's cold out here right now. I mean, I know we're, we're, we're leaving snow call, but it's cold still. Agreed. Yes, it is. So what's your name, stranger? My name is Stefan. Uh, they, they, they call me Steph. Good to meet you, Steph. This is Walker. I said my friends call me Steph. They call oh. me... Tex. <laughs> yes, I'm Walker. This is Tex. and I'm this, a ranger. This over here is Ranger. And then the, the, the boy over there is Clarence. And the thing he's riding on is Stallion. Nice to meet you, Walker, Tex, Ranger. So you guys take a sip of the tea, and it's exquisite. Um, masterly crafted, masterly brewed. There's notes in there that are, are floral. There's some some real bitterness to it, but it's never like overbearing. Yeah, Stefan, where did you get these tea leaves? They're great. I collected them. Wow, from around here? Travels, you know. Cool. Where'd you come from? Barangar. Oh. Yeah, I, I work at the, 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 the college for the, the wizards and the, and the scholars and the sorcerers and the such. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's all right, job. I get to collect tea leaves. It's, but I, I'm looking for this. Something's causing a nuisance around here. And uh, all we have is these tracks. It looks like a lot of writhing i don't know this is strange i've never seen anything like this have you guys seen anything like this on your travels i mean can you help a brother out are these tracks nearby uh no but i have a sketch of them and uh he pulls out a notebook and the sketch is god awful <laughs> it doesn't help you one bit <laughs> yeah you know after seeing this i don't know i think we might try to remember something try to remember something yeah based on what, the way this looks uh, i'm gonna think about it for a little bit so Stefan, i don't think we've ever seen anything <laughs> quite like this before <laughs> you know i don't have to do the divination for you if i don't really want to i what? haven't even started what? yet where is this coming from we're serious i i we've seen we've seen some stuff we saw a crazy lion on the way here it was enormous <sighs> I it, what? Wait, you saw the lion, the Volanian lion? Is that what it's called? Is that the one with the bugs? Yeah, yeah, the white fur. Yeah, and it almost flowers. it almost killed us, and then we drove it back with the help of some other people. Did you see Captain Gargill? We did. Yes, we did. He's a cool guy, right? He's okay. I'm, I think he wrote my name in his book Wait, like twice. We did. Whoa. Yeah, you were passed out, John. You better watch yourself. How many? Wait, what was the book indicate? Tally marks for people that uh, get on his bad side. So do you... What's the count? Do you think... Do you know? Is it 5, 10, 11's free? What is it? I I don't know the exact count. Gargill's a fickle man, but uh, once you're there, you're kind of there. So I'd watch what you say around him. Is it just what you say or things that you do to him? I, I think you can answer that on your own. Yeah, I know. So okay. he starts to pick up the skull. He puts it back on. And yeah, you need to, like, just watch yourself around him. Right. He's like Darth Vader. Uh, let me start with this divination. I'll be right back. Okay. And he starts to gather more tea leaves. Kala's like, Yeah, I bet you want one of those, don't you, Kala? 
I told you he was weird. That's not weird. You're weird. No, you can that's do the same weird. stuff. I didn't say I wasn't weird. Oh, okay. That's because you can weird. do the same stuff. You may be frail looking, but you can light people on fire. We don't even know if he knows magic. Let's find out. Watch him. You you are more familiar with this magic deal. I don't know how to do divinations. Do you know how to do divinations, John? No. What what if he's just like <laughs> taking our money and just telling us stuff? Well, it was good money for the tea. We got tea. Yeah, that was a good tea. I mean, yeah, to be fair, it was pretty good to eat. Yeah. What's, 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 what's going on, Kala? Do you have something you want to discuss? Are you okay? I feel like we're getting taken as a fool. Yeah, but we got tea out of it. <laughs> I didn't pay for it, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's not like we lost anything. You spent 12 gold for four cups of tea. 15 Gambi had some. You got Gambi some too? Yeah, look at him. Look how happy he is. So the camera swings to Gambi and... uh. It's a save. He just does like a snort. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Look at him. Happy as clam. I'm going to spend the night here. I'm going to get camp ready. Oh, we're going to sleep here? Are you okay with sleeping next to this man that you don't trust? This is safety here, and I, I think we'll be okay. I don't think he's dangerous. I just think he wants our money. That is dangerous, at, in, a, in a manner of speaking. What will he do for the money? Well, then we'll sleep in shifts. Okay. okay. It's a... Solid then. I'll take, anyway. I'll take last shift. Okay. Early sleep. Sure. So he starts to make his camp by Gambi. You see the man gathering tea leaves. He starts to pour some of the, the dark liquid. And the camera shifts upwards through the night. And the tea that fills the bowl fills the night sky. And we'll end. Scorching Ray podcast is Jordan Tran, Ian Rodriguez Salgado, Glenn Miraflor, Dominic Tim. Through the Mist uses a modified Genesis role playing system by Fantasy Flight Games. You can email us at scorchingraypodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter at scorchingraypod. And remember, let that fire in your soul burn brightly as you travel through the mist. in your Wu-Tang social security number. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, uh, this kept it. All right. Dom, according to this one, you would be Brainiac Reputable. <laughs> then you'd be Togue Quiet. Togue Quiet. What does that mean? I don't know. T-O-G-E. I'm not Glenn, you are now known as Lance Gwinnett's crappy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
<laughs> that sounds Victorian. Are you in your now known as Fiend Niffy? Fiend Niffy. Yeah. 